Hi, welcome to Exploring the Illusion of Free Will. My name is George Ortega, and I'm here with our very special guest, Nick Vail. Nick, so happy to be here, George. Nice to see you again. Nice to see you. All right, this is episode 193. We've been at this for like four years. Oh, yeah, this show, four years, is excellent. And um, the title, what we're going to be exploring today is like, the title is No Free Will. Why is nobody getting this? Because, I mean, it's ah, not like... Ah, my favorite topic, finally. Yeah, Sorry. it's not that nobody's getting this. And some people are getting this. The internet is getting this. It's just it hasn't gotten to network TV, you know, hasn't gotten into the movies. And, like, not nearly enough people are writing books about this and stuff. All right, so let's get right... Should we go through, like, what we mean by, what, by free will and all that first? Yeah, why not? All right. Basically, we're refuting this idea of free will. People believe that what we do is up to us. When you think about it, think this, think this through. I think you understand that everything has a cause, right? If everything has a cause, then every thought that you have has a cause, right? And then there's gonna be a cause to the cause of every thought that you have, right? And then there's gonna be a cause to the cause of the cause of every thought that you have. And there's gonna be a cause to that, and a cause to that, and a cause. And these causes always go back in time, right? You're not gonna have a cause go after what it causes, right? So if you follow this chain of cause and effect back, cause by cause by cause, it spans back, regresses back to before you were born, it regresses back to before the planet was created, all the way back to the Big Bang and whatever um, came after that. So that, that's when, you know, so free will is saying that like, that this causality doesn't exist, and that's why we're here to, to, um, to demonstrate that no. We don't have a free will. Everything is determined by this causality. Nick, explain again to, in a different, different words what people mean by free will and why it's completely impossible. Well, first of all, I'd like to thank you for having me. And also, this show finally is a very good topic. Why is nobody getting it? So people don't want to feel like robots or puppets, and they're not getting it because it, it, it will depress them to think that there's no free will, that they don't exist, and you're uh, stripping them of their personal accomplishments and they find it psychologically damaging and depressing to believe that we're correct. What was your question? See if I had a free will, would have Right, well, uh, just explain oh, free to will. them. Uh, well, I, you know, everything is a, is a conditioned response based on one's personal history. And I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it, I'm at peace with it, we're just a witness to our life. And free will would mean that you weren't uh, a slave to your personal, you know, to your conditioning or based on your personal history going towards pleasure and away from pain. You would be a free agent consciously deciding a first choice cause of, you know, of what you would prefer to do. There would be no uh, background history to your life. It would be like a clean slate every second. There you go. And okay. your life would be up to you. So obviously, if there's no free will, your life isn't up to you. And, uh, you know, that's why people can't get it. It's very upsetting that we, that we come to Earth, we've learned languages, we've learned art, we've learned symphonies, we've learned beautiful music, beautiful paintings, philosophy, politics, mental health, all kinds of medicine, heart transplant, and we cannot discuss publicly if we have free will. I mean, it's, don't get me started. I'm getting upset just thinking well, about it. Well, you want to know something. I we, mean, we owe it to ourselves. It's a duty, an obligation, and a burden for human beings, especially in this country, where we're the number one country in everything, that we can't have a, an honest discussion in public about, sorry to interrupt you, about whether or not we're human beings have free will. I don't know what the big deal is. Well, here's the thing. And Do you? you? You're right, no, but, but most technically, the, the title of this show, Why Is Nobody Getting This? We should have maybe titled this, Why Isn't God Allowing This to Get This? Because it's not up to us. 
if God, you know, why does God <laughs> put us on this planet, right? And completely delude us in terms of having us think that stuff is up to us when absolutely nothing is. But all right, I, I, no, that's a question we can't really answer because who knows. But so like, so in terms of people, all right, we, we, there's several reasons. One, you said um, that it makes people feel bad. We have these egos. Now, I think eventually we're going to like, you know, move away, you know, be become less conceited and less arrogant and boastful and competitive and stuff. I think that that'll eventually happen. But, but people like to take credit for the, the good that they do. You know, that's one reason. That's one reason. So like if, if people understand that nobody has a free will, all of a sudden, you know, you do good, right? Feel grateful. Feel grateful that God has allowed you to do good, but don't credit yourself because that, that's insane. That's delusional. Nick, why, what, why else? What else prevents people from getting that absolutely nothing is up to them? I just want to focus on something else. So, for, I mean, it's the same thing. What does the word duty, burden, and obligation mean to you? Like, if you could define those words, we might get somewhere. Well, duty, they, these are moral imperatives for me. In other words, like, we understand that to the extent that we are good, then we create more happiness for ourselves and other people. What I'm saying is we're human beings. We're obviously, we can have language. Every country where people talk to each other. 99% of the world probably has a, you know, I don't know how the third world is, but I'm sure philosophy is discussed at cafes, even in the Central African Republic. I mean, even the poorest countries in Papua New Guinea, I'm sure there's some discussion of philosophy. So now that we're advanced and we're in the richest country of the world, America, supposedly, you know, we lead the world in everything. And you and I live in New York, so we're like the number, you know, don't, don't you think it's an obligation, a duty, and a burden of us to discuss in public, if we have free will, I mean, it's almost like it's, it's a duty at this stage. How can we consider ourselves the leading authorities? It's embarrassing that we're in America, land of the free, but yet we, we all know it's, you know, not referring to free will, but yet everyone confuses that. You're right. I mean, there, there's a French phrase called noblesse oblige, which is translated as obligations of the noble, but more, more uh, connotatively, it's like, when you're in a position of privilege, like we are here in the United States, we're leading the entire world in so much, right. it's our duty, it's our obligation to lead the world in the best way, in the way that, that makes more, most ah, sense. Ah, that, you just worded for the, the first time we've discussed this on camera. Yes, I'm saying that. We're the world's leader in military, in food, food and technology, in wealth. We should not have a TV show coming out of like Denmark or Sweden saying there's no free will. It would, it would, we should be obligated as Americans to lead the world in honesty, at least debate it, you know. So this show is called Why Is No One Getting It? Because no one in America feels it's really our duty to, to you know, as a leader in thought doesn't seem to be, or a leader in philosophy doesn't seem to come into the equation. When you read, the, when you look at the debates, we want to be a leader in peace, a leader in, you know, oil, you know, solving the Middle East peace. You know, we, we want to be the world's policeman, but we don't want to be the world's number one leader in reality. Okay, all right. Now, I want to, so that, that's kind of like society. That bothers you're, you're me. You're right, yeah. But let's, let's shift to kind of like why individuals can't admit to themselves, to each other, that we don't have a free will. I think it goes back to when we were kids, when we were like, I don't know, when they, when they start indoctrinating kids with this religious stuff. I mean, I'm not saying it's all bad. A lot of it is good. You know, I believe in God, whatever. But, you know, when they're, who knows, four or five, six years old, somebody says, listen, 
you know, we've got this, this collection of beliefs like God and all this stuff, like free will. And see, the thing is, like, if you, if you don't believe some of this stuff, if you don't accept what we're telling you, then when you die, you might suffer for the rest of eternity. You might go directly to hell and never leave. Yet they tell little kids that. So, like, they're basically they're traumatizing little kids, right? So then when little kids become adults, like maybe even 15, 25, 35, and they're asked to think about this free will question, you know, then they're thinking back to when they were four or five years old, you know, what they were told and so So it probably hijacks their entire reasoning, this fear of going to hell, if they admit to themselves and to each other that we don't have a free will. That's got to be part of it, I think. So what, the, today's topic is why is nobody getting this? Yeah. This is our first time discussing this really on camera. So I think it's the politicians, you know. Okay, so there's two real choices that we can learn about this. Philosophy class in college, and I believe they're not refuting it at that level because if a parent is sending their child to college and they come back from spring uh, break and say, my college professor said there's no free will, that could greatly upset the parents. They'll write letters and it'll be just too much. And, and the college professor might worry about he's going to lose his job, spreading communism. The parents are paying $40,000 a year. So I think our first line of defense is philosophy class in college with professors refuting it. And I don't see that happening because of economic, you know, upsetting the, the apple cart too much. The second chance we have is religious leaders, but they, they're too overboard with nutty, you know, heaven and hell, so they're never going to do it. So the third chance we have is politics. Now, why is it in a political debate that we discuss guns, abortion, gay rights, immigration, everything you can think of, but the, you know, I think politicians, political debates are where this discourse could matter. Nick, I couldn't agree with you more. So, so people don't get it because they don't hear our political leaders discussing it. I couldn't agree with you more. And so like, you know, we're talking about there's a presidential election in 2016. None of the, the, the candidates are courageous enough, have the integrity, have the, the morality to, to say the, the truth about this. It's but like, isn't it the moderator's duty to ask the question? Um, yes, it is. That, 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 the, you're right, the media has, but, but I think it's more, in other words, like with climate change, you know, some candidates understand that it's happening. So even though the moderator may not ask the question, they'll still get it in there because it's important to know. So like, you know, these, these politicians, if they really had integrity, really had character, really cared about the lives of people, they would be talking about this because the free will belief, we've done so many shows about this. It's so harmful. It's harmful to you and your friends, your family. You know, it's harmful to us and individuals. We blame ourselves for things that are completely not up to us. So to answer your question, which you've asked me before, why is nobody getting this? Our political leaders don't discuss it. That's why nobody's getting it. So they all go to their religious leaders who assume there's free will, right? It's not refuted by philosophy class or any educators. Uh, the mental health system doesn't touch it because, you know, most people don't even go to therapists. Even if every therapist started saying there's no free will, they're not really qualified. You know, it's really got to come from the politicians who are actually leaders. You know, they always say philosophers are kings. You know, remember they said that in like, you know, the philosopher, what, I don't know, ancient Greece or somewhere. So you need the politicians to bring it up. And I guess the, the moderators have to ask the question. Mr. Trump, where do you think, uh, you know, Mr. Carson or whoever, you know, do you believe in free will? Why or why not? Let them answer it. That, that'd be a great question for Trump. Trump, you know, you, you, or the Democratic you, you, you're worth about $10 billion. Now, 
did you of your free will earn that money or was it that you're lucky that you had certain circumstances, certain things happened that you weren't in control of that led to your having that money? That'd be a perfect. Yeah, but that question will be laughed out of debate because Trump will say, what kind of question is that? Of course, I had many different choices I made. I went to Wharton. I went to Fordham. I changed schools. I, I, I decided to go to Atlantic City. I could have gone to Malibu. I mean, he'll just come up with every kind of thing that he did right. The whole debate thing is about who did what right, you know, how smart they are. Well, then, how, all right, so I like, was smart enough to go into so Atlantic what, City. I was smart enough to get out of Atlantic City. It's because of how smart I am. What he doesn't understand is he didn't get to choose how intelligent he is. Right. That's so, important. so that's the follow-up question. So Trump says that. The yeah, how smart and says, what a genius he is. Yeah, so, 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 so Trump, you're telling me that you created your brain and you gave yourself that intelligence. So you're basically your god. It, so that's why nobody gets it, because that question that you just said, that follow-up, is never uttered. Because right, so the whole implication of debates is who's smarter, who's better for the job, who's done. It's all about your record. If you, ha you know, the whole thing is free will rich. You know, it's all about free will. Who I could have. So Trump's, you know, saying you did this, I did that. You know, and Hillary, Hillary Clinton saying I did. You know, but they should be, you know, called out on the fact that they're not doing anything. They're yeah, just absolutely. lucky. Yeah. Now to get it right. Obama came close to this back in like 2012, maybe. He said like it was a, a, a speech in Virginia. He said, you didn't build this bridge. You know, I don't know what it was, but they basically was saying that like, we all built this bridge. Like when you build a bridge, you've got engineers, you've got funders, you've got workmen, you've got construction people, you got all the, the, the whenever something happens, it's not one individual. One individual is supported by so many people. And that's another way of, of, of understanding we don't have free will. But like you're saying, you know, like, you know, the moderators, the media should understand this. They should understand that this is not a, a moot question. This is, this is not insignificant. This, this goes to the very, very essence of our quality of life. We overcome this belief of free and free will, guarantee you it's a, a new world and a much, much more wonderful new world. Okay, but if the politician gets the question, either laughs it off or says that's crazy, but say a politician didn't, said that's a wonderful question, Anderson Cooper or Don Lemon or whoever, Dana Bash. That's a great question. I'm glad you finally asked. No, I do not believe in free will. I believe it's all cause and effect and nothing is up to anybody, and I just want the truth. Okay, then the next question could be, well, if nothing's up to anybody, then should we all get paid the same salary? And that's going to cause a big, you know, problem, so they avoid it. I know, They but, don't know that implication. Yeah, all right, so, like, how do we answer that? Well, for example, like... Sounds like communism. No, no, but let's say we all overcome this belief in free will. We still have to regulate behavior. We still need our rules and laws. Why? We, because because we, have, we don't have a free will, we are hardwired to seek pleasure, to avoid pain. We respond to reward and punishments. So in other words, like we don't, a lot of us don't do certain things that are wrong because we know that if we got caught, we would be punished. We might be sent to jail or fined or something. So like take that principle, right? and then apply it to economics. So in other words, if you do something really wrong, you're going to be punished. If you do something really good, yes, we, don't know, we know you don't have a free will, but you'll be rewarded. For example, a doctor goes to 12, 12 years of med school, yeah, it makes sense to pay him a bit, bit more than the rest of us. But, but you asked fine. me the question, the, 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 the theme of today's show is why are people not getting it? I theorize that it's not brought up by politicians, and the reason why, and you're saying the implication of that, you know, it wouldn't be that great a difference. It would just be an honest answer what? that there's still cause and effect and you're still conditioning and we would not all get paid the same amount because of what you just said, rewards and... Well, here's the thing. Like, 
they, they did this, an experiment. They asked people who believe in free will and people who don't the same question. A person's committed a, a certain crime, how much time should they spend in prison? The people who believed in free will doubled the time that they thought the person should be in free will. In other words, when they said, when the people thought that they didn't have free will, they, they have that time. So that, apply that to economics. Well, so fine, you don't have people making a billion dollars a year. They, may, they maybe make a hundred million or, they shouldn't even make that much actually, really. So, like, so it's not like we don't reward people, but we don't reward people exorbitantly, just like we wouldn't punish people exorbitantly. You know, the other night, uh, this guy in the Mets hit all these home runs, and I interviewed him and said, you know, because he never hit home runs before. This guy, da Daniel wow. Murphy, if you, okay. And they asked him, how are you doing? He said, I don't know. Wow. <laughs> that was like, I don't know how I'm doing. It's just starting to happen. I just, so that, that you know, that's kind of a hint there that, you know, he, if he doesn't know, I mean, uh, you know. Wow. He doesn't know what, it, what he's doing right, right now. He just got hot, but. That's, that's a, and that's a perfect refutation of free will. You know, if, if people knew how to hit home runs all the time, why don't you? Because you can't control how your muscles He doesn't even moving. know what he's doing right this time around. Exactly, exactly. So uh, anyway, to answer your question, the politicians, it has to start with them in a debate at a, at a, you know, during the primary season, the question should be asked. And then the implications would be, no, not everyone does get paid the same because of what you said. There's still rewards and punishments that need to be, what did you say? The, 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 if, if, a, if a person goes to med school for 12 years, I think they should be paid a bit more than somebody just goes to school for two years. Even or if it wasn't up to them. Yeah, because they're, they're still doing a lot more work. You know, I mean, 12 years of med school, that's really grueling. God. Yeah, but if there's no free will, they're not really doing anything. They're not doing well, It's not work. up to them, but, you know, it, it's like... So they're just lucky if they could do it. Right, and with our criminal justice system. So, right, we may have to separate people who do things wrong, but because they don't have a free will... We should, we should punish them as little as is necessary. We shouldn't punish them any more than is necessary to protect society and stuff. So how would a politician answer that follow-up? You know, Mr. Trump, if there's no free will or Mr. Ortega, then how are we supposed to run our society, you know, economically? Well, if I was a politician, I would say, well, you know, we've got a model. We've got the mental health system. In psychiatry, people are not blamed for having this diagnosis or this condition or this symptom, but they're not given a free pass to do whatever they want. So if it works for the mental health system, it can work because everybody's crazy with this free, free will belief anyhow. So basically, like, but I, if I was a politician, I would actually, politicians do this all the time. They'll segue to another kind of like a point. If I was a politician, I'd say, listen, Let's focus on the world we have now. We're, we're, we're moving into climate change. These next decades are going to be challenging beyond World War II, beyond World War I, beyond anything we can imagine. And if we go into these decades, believe we have free will, I guarantee everybody's going to be at each other. There's going to be, you know, um, wars. There's going to be so much like conflict. If we overcome this, we will move into the future peacefully and united. That's what I'd say. So my theory is the reason why this is never brought up and it's nobody's getting it is because politicians don't discuss it and politicians don't want to discuss it because they're afraid of the implications of, you know, everybody claiming that they should get paid the same. So I want to, all right. No, nobody will admit to the fact there's no free will because it'll open up a Pandora's box of other things. And it's a shame because you and I know there is no free will and we can't discuss it publicly because, you know, it becomes too big an ordeal to discuss it.
All right, let's go to a different line of reasoning here, because like that's, you know, these are pragmatic political reasons why people don't want to admit to talk about it. But then I think there's a more fundamental reason. When people go to school, when we went to school, we were taught how to read, write, do math, how to, how to learn things and how, remember, how to remember them and how to use them. But we weren't really taught how to think. And the reason I say this, because if we were actually taught how to think, and this applies to so many PhDs out there who should know better, especially philosophers, if people knew how to think, how to reason, logical, critical analysis, they would understand that this principle, this law of cause and effect makes free will completely impossible. You know, and then some people misunderstand quantum mechanics, say, well, well, not everything is caused. And if they really knew how to think, they would understand very clearly that if you're positing, you know, the insane notion that some things aren't caused because it is insane, then that doesn't help free will either because something, a decision that's not caused cannot possibly be caused by a human being. Okay, but the theme of the show is why is nobody getting it, so... We're not taught how to think. We're taught how to, like... We're, we're basically brainwashed. We're programmed like computers. They want us to know this. They want us to know well, this. Do you think this will start a cultural revolution like unlike any other? I mean, if the question gets asked at a political debate and it comes out and the genie's out of the bottle, first of all, it'll never get put back in, right? It's going to be this huge thing that's coming. This huge, like, I can't even imagine what will happen when this comes out. Could you see free will states and no free will states? I mean, how bad could it get? No, I can't. I, I, I of blue and red. Bill. All right, our revolutions, we're used to, like, blood and warfare and stuff. This, is, this would be a, quote-unquote, civil revolution. In other words, like, this would be a revolution on TV, debating with each other and all. You know, we've had very, you know, like, for example, abortion is a, is a very, you know, fierce uh, um, debate and stuff. This would be, this would, like, bring out our best because basically we, would be, we wouldn't be like arguing opinion because so many like things we argue about, like who knows what's right? We, some people think this is right, some people think something else is right, but with this, right. it's not about opinion, it's about thinking, it's about fact. So it, it'd actually teach our country, all of us, how to think so much better. Well, one implication could be that gay marriage would be instantly legalized in every state because if there's no free will, why should they not be allowed to marry who they love? You know, it's not a religious question anymore. If you're not freely choosing to be gay and you can't help it, of course you should be able to have gay marriage then. So there's no sin involved in it. Oh, yeah. You're not um, freely but, I mean, I'm still worried about why you and I, I'm a little bit worried about you and I keep pushing this show. No one gets it. No one wants to get it. We're not getting anywhere. It is the truth. And it's very upsetting to me anyway. It makes me demotivated. And I think it's because the politicians won't, don't want to discuss it. And like I said, they don't want to discuss it because it's too, the implications are too complicated. And unless we have an easy answer, on the other hand, can't, can't we decide, like, as a politician, say, listen, there's no free will. We don't know the implications, but I'm going to use federal money to publicly fund, like, a university in every state that's dedicated to solving, you know, like a think tank about what to do for future, you know, but just get the ball rolling. Like, we don't have to decide what the, we're going to start funding, like, uh, commissions, like Planned Parenthood. It'll be planned free will, no free willness, you know, well, he, and, and let them study it for another decade or two, but at least have those in, you know. Well, you know what had happened? This would happen in stages. In other words, like, let's say if next week everybody, like, gets it, right? They get the logic, nobody has a free will. Then over the next year, two, three years, 
people are going to be incorporating into their lives. When they have an argument with a family member or their ex-wife or something, you know, they're not going to be blaming them. And it's like, it's going to, they're going to realize, whoa, now we can like discuss these things without the animosity, without the, the vengeance and revenge and stuff. So like, first we'd, 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 we'd see the benefits as individuals, and then you're right. Then we have the think tanks, the universities, the, the institutions, then determining how our society should change. That's what I'm saying is step one is political debate. And for a politician to say, I'm acknowledging there's no free will. I don't know what to do about it. However, I'm going to have some taxpayer money fund a set of Planned Parenthood, you know, the free will, you know, instead of NASA, which is a space agency, there'll be, you know, the illusion of free will society and the world's best graduates of Harvard, Yale, Princeton, you know, will, will, will get to this think tank and it'll be a new kind of agency of the government to study the, the problem, the new pro it's a problem. And what to do. So nothing would happen overnight. There would just be a political debate and acknowledgement that some money is going into researching, you know, and then there'll be like the Nobel Prize of uh, illusion of free will category. And every year there'll be a guy who wins some way of, because you and I can't figure it out. No, but I think we but should. why win, should we? We should win the first Nobel Prize. I know, though. but They're I'm saying why Nobel should two prize. guys in cable access figure out all the implications when that no, should be done by, by institutions that have thousands of the you know, smartest minds in each state maybe. For the next hundred thousand, you know, hundred to thousand to two thousand years, and let them slowly but surely figure it out. Dar That's what we should yeah, do. Yeah, Darwin kind of like got us on the road to evolution, but then like other people like developed genetics and ways to use it. So it's the same thing with this. We're leading the world to a brand new consciousness. It's not completely up to us to solve the entire thing. It could for be them. a major at all the schools. It could be the illusion of free will. New, it could be a new subject, and there'll be papers and theses and think tanks and Senate hearings about what to do with it, you know, incorporate, like you said. Absolutely. Now that we know there's no free will, Yale study has suggested that, you know, heart surgeons that make over 300,000 should only, you know, should only be making 100,000. They're going to be taxed because it really wasn't up to them. And it's closer to the, the normal, you know, there should be high taxes to make everyone kind of earn the same. That could Absolutely. work. Yeah. And again, like, like you're saying, we're not going to solve traders, this. Well, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, we're not going to solve this overnight. It's, it's going to like, we're, and it's going to be like uh, experimentation. You know, this right. is br a brand new human consciousness. They're going to have to come up with a new, we're called like Homo sapiens sapien. That's our technical name. We're going to have to come up with something like Homo sapien uh, uh, um, unfree. Well, I, I don't know how, but basically like we're, we would be a brand new species. You know, we'd be like, it, the, the, the human beings that, that would like um, follow from this revolution Homo sapiens determinism, something like that. Something like, yeah. Deter, determine homo, determinism, homo right. sapiens determinism. Right. About 30 seconds All left, right. again. Anyway, it's got to start with politicians who agree that it's a problem, want to fund the problem slowly but surely, take it away. That's my idea. It's got to come from politicians. Absolutely. As John Searle said, I'm quoting, this is a bigger revolution than Einstein or Copernicus or Galileo or Newton or Darwin. It would alter our whole conception of our relation with the universe, end quote. That's how big this is. This is um, Nick Vale and George Ortega. And we're going to be back until you get this. We'll no one's getting it because it's not discussed in politics. Yeah. Bye.